Hello and welcome back to Human Becoming on the go. I am in Frankfurt right now in the Frankfurt International Airport. I am looking to my left and there is a big open window and some beautiful clouds gathering in the sky. It's kind of a um a cloudy rainy day and to my right there are people walking there's a woman pushing a wheelchair and um or a person pushing a wheelchair and there's another person pulling some luggage and there's some background noise of you know little um screens going and blah 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 and i wanted to sit down to record today's podcast episode um for those of you who don't know i am on my way to miami for a wonderful sleepover mystery school immersion with carolyn elliot and the rest of my sleepover school sleepover mystery school neophytes um and I am really looking forward to that. I am also bleeding today, so my body is in some pain. I'm like situating all the things. Um and I'm in a quieter section of the airport, so I'm going to be speaking in a hushed tone. Um so this is human becoming on the go ASMR edition, human becoming in public. Um and there's a Eurowings Discover plane that's just pulling in. So I wanted to do this podcast episode on the go because I feel deeply um feel deeply moved as I am traveling and I'm thinking about men and I'm thinking about patriarchy and I've just finished listening to Bell Hooks's The Will to Change um which is a wonderful 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 book um and i think i can speak a bit louder i'm like trying to find the sweet spot <laughs> uh so i've just finished listening to bell hooks the will to change and i'm also listening to a book an audiobook um by justin baldoni on masculinity and then i was you know watching a therapist on youtube speak about how patriarchy affects relationships and i'm just feeling deeply saddened about the state of the world and how patriarchy disrupts our relationships and i'm sitting with this deep question myself of like there goes the plane <laughs> ah life i'm sitting with this deep question of can we be in relationships with patriarchal men can we be in loving relationships with patriarchal men and i think specifically i asked this question as a feminist but i went through a phase where i was like deeply identified with feminism and then i was not deeply identified with feminism um now i would say maybe i'm 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 not sure where i stand with feminism um not because i have anything against feminism but just like my my process of identifying with things is changing <laughs> as i'm like oh i'm just nothing um however you know something that i care about deeply a value that i hold deeply is is disrupting patriarchy because of the violence that it does not just to people of all genders um but to the planet and to all of our kin right like patriarchy underpins capitalism and colonialism and is so deeply connected to white body supremacy and um and 
is an extension of dominator consciousness, which is something that I would like to disrupt at, at its root. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about the last partnership that I was in with a patriarchal man who I loved very deeply. And I don't use that as like an insult or as a, a way to judge. Like, I mean it to very specifically like name dynamics, you know. Um, and I think it's useful for us to like, sometimes I think we take things really personally. We're like, you're calling me a patriarch or you're calling me this or you're calling me that. And it's like... It's not so much of a moral judgment or a judgment at all. Um, it's simply to name like what systems are moving through this person and are affecting this person and how they perceive the world. And there's a lot of men uh, who are deeply impacted by patriarchy and are unaware of it. Um, and these are, you know, some of the patriarchal men that I've dated. And I think with my past partner, they were very patriarchal. Um, and identified that for themselves as being very traditional like I'm a very traditional man and I have traditional values and I have a way that I believe things should go and I have no you know judgments of that person I have only only love for them but I am moving through a lot of grief as this relationship has ended um, around how sad it has been for me to love someone so deeply and to yeah, to love someone so deeply and to, what is the word that I'm looking for? Um, to know that certain kinds of connections aren't possible because of patriarchy. Um, and, and specifically that there are ways that this person responds, there are ways that they are quick to anger or, um, or are like wanting to withhold their emotions that are directly connected to their patriarchal conditioning um and it's quite hard to to share that with someone or show that to someone i think like i have a deep value of like one both wanting to to support people to experience more freedom and like never wanting to push people or change them or say like you have to do this you have to read this you have to understand this um and i think i still carry some judgment of myself in how this relationship ended that like i didn't do more to be like don't you see how your emotional responses or don't you see how um the way that you navigate conflict or like don't you see how the ways that you respond to me are deeply informed by patriarchy um and not in a judgmental way but more in a way that like can you see this so that we can work on it together um but then i also was in a deep internal conflict at the time of like how how much of that how much of that is my work you know and i think what i came to and it might always be changing is you know, that will to change, uh, the will to change has to come from the beings that I'm with, whether I'm with them in a therapeutic and coaching setting, right? Like I can only work with someone as a coach when they have the will to change. And I can only be partnered, I think, with, with someone who's deeply, deeply embedded in patriarchy, as we all fucking are, when they have the deep will to change. And I think I realized that for myself, is that like, I want to be partnered with beings and people and men uh, who have the will to change, even if they don't know how to do that work, you know. Um, 
but it's hard and it's really hard to you know one of the things that I love about myself is that I feel like I can really see the absolute essence the pure soul essence of people um, and I can like see past the trauma and past their protective and adaptive strategies and um, and I can just see I'm just quickly ouchy getting my bag um, <laughs> this is fun um, podcasting on the go so I can see the ways that um, that there is this beautiful divine essence that lives in this being that is uninterrupted by all of these things right that unshakable core but people aren't always showing up in the world from the unshakable core you know people are often showing up in the world from um from you know in what in in the trauma resolution world you could call like imprint you know like there's blueprint which is the thing i'm speaking about that essential core and essence and then there's imprint there's the impacts and the effects of all the trauma um, that affect how someone shows up in the world. And I think there can be this ju- this judgment. Um, I've heard this judgment specifically of women um, where it's like, you can't stay with a man because of his potential. You know, you can't stay with a man because of his potential. And I had um, one of my friends, Denise, like lovingly reframe this for me in their erotic power container um, where they were like, you know, you can you can feel and sense the presence of blueprint and that's beautiful like that's a beautiful beautiful gift and you can be like clear and lucid about the fact that this person is showing up in imprint they're showing up in their traumatic responses they're showing up in their protective strategies um and that's been really useful for me to to not judge myself about like oh i i just invest in people's potential it's like no i can sense blueprint you know and that's beautiful that i can sense that and sometimes i have to really lucidly ask myself like is this person showing up in blueprint or imprint and and i think this is where it's also really hard like this is i feel like i'm just gonna just this season is just gonna be me speaking about how dating is really hard (laughs) in this century um and this time, and I think especially to be like, woe is me, um, if you're someone, and as I am, someone who cares deeply about the evolution of human consciousness, and I care deeply about seeing the places where I'm showing up from from my own traumatic responses, and I value looking at my own protective strategies and being like, oh my goodness, that's where I'm showing up from, and not with shame or judgment, but like, I just love doing the inner work. Um, and sometimes I struggle, I think specifically in connection with men, where I f- don't feel matched in the intensity with which I would like to commit myself to the work of love. Um, and I think sometimes it's an unfair judgment, you know, like I don't think with any of my, par- and, and specifically any of the men that I've dated, because I'm very bisexual, but with any of the men that I've dated, um, I have not felt. I felt that they have met me exactly where they can. I feel like they have done the absolute best that they can with the tools that they have. But I do feel that I have more tools than them. And and I've worked very hard to get those tools. And it becomes quite complicated. Um, because it's like, damn, how do we navigate this... Um, this imbalance? And that is what came up in conflict with this last partner. It was like... 
we had like a week of conflict where they were getting really upset at me and I was trying to stay calm and regulated and I was putting a lot of my stuff to the side and then they were like can't we just get over it and I was like well I kind of need to feel empathized with before I can get over it and they were not able to offer that to me which is okay but that was just very clear like they could not offer me that empathy and I was like okay well if I can't like I can't get this empathy that I really need um and I can't like and you're not necessarily willing to engage it took a while I realized through this experience that like oh he had a longer what is the word that I'm looking for I I want to resolve conflict very quickly so I'm like within like a within a few hours or a day you know and that's just because I'm very anxiously attached and he's more avoidantly attached so he could take like a whole five days to resolve conflict which just doesn't work for my nervous system um and I think that's what was really beautiful about our breakup was there was just like a very clear sense of like there are some things it doesn't make either of us bad or wrong um but there are just some things that are incompatibilities here and we're trying to do this all long distance so it was making it even more complicated but This only brings me back to the central question of whether it's possible to be in relationships, in loving relationships with patriarchal men. And specifically, I think here it's almost useful to name that patriarchal men are most often unconscious of their patriarchy. (laughs) You know, so they wouldn't identify as patriarchal men. It's not like there are probably some men who identify as patriarchal men, but I think there's most of the men who I would name as patriarchal men would not identify as patriarchal men. Um, and yeah, you know, would, would not feel, um, that that is, that is resonant about their experience. Um, just the wording, you know, um, but, and, you know, it's, it's that the thing that makes it sad And I don't even want to say, like, dangerous, but I think in some ways, because patriarchy is violent, you know, the thing that makes it violent is when men are unconscious of it. And I think that's really the dynamic. Like, can we be in relationships? Can we be in loving relationships with men who are unconscious and unaware of how patriarchy exists inside of them? I don't know. And... I think in my youth, I would have thought this was a clear-cut answer. No, of course not. And yet, I have had deeply, deeply loving encounters with patriarchal men, like just thinking about this last partner. I felt so deeply loved by him in moments, um, so deeply seen, so deeply honored, so deeply held, and then in other moments, like so deeply uncared for, um, so deeply dropped, (laughs) so deeply abandoned, um and like so deeply like disregarded or disrespected um in the navigation of conflict i was thinking about i was having a conversation with another man um recently a dear friend and he was saying like oh you know it's it's a it's it's like this emotional um neglect he was reflecting on how he used to do this in these partnerships that like you know he wouldn't abandon by like physically leaving but emotionally he would abandon you know it would just be like going cold or going like icy stone cold and um and and stopping caring I think that's what was important for me and what he shared was that like when he would go into that cold space he would stop doing 
the care work of like cooking food or taking care of the house and the communal space and like you know all those things that you would do it's like as soon as there was conflict or as soon as there was something that happened then all of the work of care and love disappeared and I think that's a pattern that I see with patriarchal men and that I felt in my last um, partnership was like when things are fine and good and, and we're connected there's respect and there's love and there's care but as soon as there's conflict the care and the love goes out the window you know like as soon as I'm and I think that is it's 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 just also part of patriarchy that like if you are my woman you know or if like you are um connected to me in some significant way then I will offer you care and love and respect but if you aren't I will not offer you like in patriarchal culture you know men are not it's not necessary for them to offer women care and love and respect just for being human, you know, for being objects of their attraction or affection or lust, yes, but not just for being human. Um, and so I find that this kind of is part of what comes up in these moments. And I don't think, once again, it's unconscious. It's not that there's an intentional, I'm going to be mean, make you suffer. Sometimes that is there, you know. Um, but I think most of the time it's like that's their best coping mechanism. I could see with my partner, like he's icing me out right now and like shouting at me um, and wanting to just ignore what's happened and move on uh, without tending to like listening to my emotions and listening to my hurt feelings and like you know giving me space to process that's his best coping strategy that's his best protective mechanism so it's not about being like patriarchal men are bad but it's i i have deep compassion actually for the ways that like men are so you know engrossed in patriarchy and then they have to abandon themselves in order to fit into patriarchy which is just so sad um, but they have to abandon themselves and their values and the things they love and care about and they have to abandon their emotional selves and their emotional lives and their deep inner realms and inner experiences right like they have to abandon all of this and then they do get some privileges from patriarchy you know but it's like at the cost of their humanity and then at the cost of other beings humanity and then at the cost of the world you know so it's like it's 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 karmically very heavy um and so i don't want to make this like a bashing patriarchal men or bashing men in general episode it's just really seriously contemplating how how much it's possible to share the work of love and care with unconscious patriarchal men i think patriarchal men who are becoming conscious who have the will to become conscious who have the will to work on the pattern knowing that it might take a lifetime and <laughs> and more and it will take a lifetime and more um but i just have this inkling that maybe it is not super possible to be in loving and I'm thinking about how Bell Hooks defines love and defines care. And I have some qualms with that. Like, I feel like Bell Hooks defines love very much as action and doing, which I think is one useful framework. And at the same time, like, when I think of divine love, like, it's so much more expansive. It's, it's being. It goes beyond the realm of doing, you know? And so in that way, it's almost like my answer to my own question here is, it is possible to love patriarchal men deeply 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 
like I loved my ex so deeply and profoundly I've loved every man that I've dated you know um I love every man that is in existence I like in that heart-centered way I love everyone and is it possible to do the work of love with patriarchal men I don't think so and I hope y'all can hear that distinction that I'm making there. Is it possible to love deeply, truly, wholly, completely? Yes. Is it possible to do the work of love, right? Which means committing to repair. It means doing the... And for me, to, to actively love someone, to do the work of love, to do the work of love that Bell Hooks speaks about, is to really commit to doing the inner work to dismantle all of the systems inside of us that prevent us from truly deeply being in love and i think i'm quite like an intense person in relationships uh, because i'm very like i know how beautiful and sweet and delicious and intense and growthful intimacy can be and deathful intimacy can be that like that is the thing that i want and i always have my eyes on like the the gold star of intimacy and i'm like i'm not gonna settle for <laughs> us just saying it's fine that we didn't repair it's fine that we swept this conflict under the rug um it's fine that we ignored each other's feelings there or like it's fine you know these ways that we just often and and it's not that sometimes the 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 thing actually is to just for me sometimes it is to be like I'm going to regulate. I don't actually need to repair that with my partner. But I mean, you know, when there are moments where it's like, I know that there's something that I need to do inside of myself or there's something that we need to do relationally to bring us back into closeness. I will always want to commit to that thing. And for me, that is the work of love. And some people won't. That They won't always want to do that thing. They won't always want to come back together. They won't always want to say I'm going to do the work inside of myself in order to show up here and I'm going to do the work relationally that I need to do to show up here but for me that is what makes truly satisfying relationships and I really hope and I the thing is it's also that I think there are so many men out there who are doing this work I know men who are doing this work it brings me endless joy because I also know that when men commit to doing this work they can experience so much more satisfaction than they do under the rules of patriarchy which just robs them of their humanity and so my deep prayer on this day for you dear listener for myself for all men and all beings is that they may find some other beings who they feel deep desire to do the work with the work of love with uh, and that they may be supported and that they may be held as they do that because it is challenging and it will make the world a better place so that's it from frankfurt i think my next little podcast on the go episode will be in miami um but i love you very much dear listener keep loving keep committing to the work of love it is truly how we change the world and i love you deeply wholly completely truly and i will speak to you again next week